Hello, Eleros. Hello. Sit down. Get comfortable. Let's talk about Zelle. Okay, you've heard about it. You may already be using it. Not sure. I know I am. And not just because they're such a great supporter of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you, Zell. But because it's really easy to use and it makes the most sense. Uh, literally, dollars and cents. When anyone sends you money or if you need to get paid back, always ask for Zelle. With Zelle, the money goes straight into your bank account and it works even if the sender banks somewhere different than you in the United States of America. All right. Look, I be going out with the kids, the moms, the dads, the nannies, the grannies, the theos, the theos. We all sometimes hang out. We go to the park. We like to bring pizzas for the kids, granola bars. You know, you got to mix it up healthy, not healthy. And we all split the costs. It's real great when you find like a cluster of friends that it's just a given that someone is going to hit you back. And in this case, the like group of moms that I'll be rolling with, they see me rolling. All the moms and dads, we Zell, we use Zell and we pay each other back with Zell. It's great. It's very convenient. And I know it's going to go through and I know it's going to hit my bank account really, really fast. And the money goes straight into your account, typically in minutes. Seconds. I've seen it go through in seconds. Um, it's really, really fast. So like, you know that you'll be able to like, you know, go back to Trader Joe's or wherever you shop and buy some more of those frozen vegetable nests. They're so good. Everything in the frozen aisle of TJ's is good. All right. You also don't have to download another app because it's probably already in your banking app. So just double check, double check that you have the correct U.S. number, the mobile number and email address. This way, you know, the recipient is the right recipient and your money goes to the right place straight into their bank account or yours. So mi gente, eloeleros, look for Zelle in your banking app today. Eloeleros, 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 take cover. Eloeleros! This is big. Sit down. Put your car in park or neutral. Just know that it may roll somewhere. LOL is also rolling somewhere. Mm. LOL is rolling out three times a week. Wow. Moving forward. Damn. Moving forward. Three episodes of Latinos Out Loud per week. This is an alert. Damn. They want that much? They want They want a lot of it, I guess, huh? They want Guys, more. Guys, That's a yes. lot of laughing. <laughs> Thank you, Eloeleros, for creating the demand for more episodes of Latinos Out Loud because we are here for it. Damn, they want we some are more. Here huh? for it. They like they liking this, you huh? No. As you the great binge. as the great Buster Rhymes once said, "Give me some more." G That's what we're gonna do. Give me some more. <laughs> more. <laughs> and if you're listening, if you've listened this far, that means you want more. Because if you shut us off, that means you don't want more. Lol. And you know what? Fine, be out. But if you're still listening, that means you're like, wow, my dreams have come true. I get to listen to my favorite podcast three times a week. Wow. So this so, means the LOLs are growing. Yeah. Yes, Frank. The whole that like the LOL, the LOL society is like really like growing, growing even more and more. Incredible. And we love you. We love you for that. Wow. We and love now, you. With these three episodes, we don't have to jam. Everything in one episode. So one, you know, now with these individual episodes a week, you can get a guest in one episode and then other episodes, maybe just us talking basura, right? But entertaining basura. And then there could be another episode where like, you don't even know what's going to happen. It could be just mm. something completely different. You so. don't even know. It could be a guest. It could be 
That's all wow. we want to give you is LOL cookies and treats and sweets. Thank you so much for supporting us. We are 11 seasons in. Just like I told my prom day, shorter is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> all right. Prom day, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you for listening. And you just learned something. Um, I, I think that's, that's a good PSA right for now. Do you think we communicated everything that needed to be communicated, my friend? I believe so, Rachel. I okay. did. I do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're getting more bang for the buck. Word. This, you're not paying for this podcast, so you're literally getting... You're getting bang for no buck. Because you're, this is free bangs. That's a good book. Free that's bangs a, that's a good for deal. all our fangs. A bang free for no bangs buck? bangs for all our fangs. We bang. <laughs> we bang. Oh, yeah, baby. We bang. We bang um, for all our fans. Wow. We bang for all our fans. Where yeah. is this going? Where is this going? Okay. And one day we will take a bus, a bang bus, to each state where our fans are. And, and, um, and I, <laughs> I'm going to actually cut bangs to get on the bang bus to go where the fans are. Just I'm going to cut bangs just for that. All right. Enough of banging and booming and bussing. We're going to bus out this new format right now. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 it's the summertime, summertime, yo, 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 <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's like my laid back, yo, you know, that's because laid back, yo? I'm tanning right now um, on this summer I didn't break. blow my gun today, all right? I just, you know, I kept it easy. That's okay. Sometimes we don't need the cannons yeah, yeah, or the fireworks know. or the rah-rah. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. you're all rah rah out after this summer in the Heights. Ooh. What? And, you know, they've been blowing guns yo. all over, so, you know, I said chill, you know. No. Yo, but the dirt bikes, you guys are right. I was up there and I saw what you were talking about. They're cracking down too. And then like just the, the Dominican Day Parade, but we'll talk about that in another episode. That's another okay. episode. Huh? That's a whole other package. Yeah, we are. A, we are a very interesting breed, us Dominicans. You oh, know, yeah. we, we don't give a rat's ass. That's basically our motto. We don't give a rat's ass. Hi. Okay. This is Latinos Out Loud, right? Right? That's where we still are. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Rachel La Loca. The email of Rachel is Frank Nibs. I'm up in the, the heights, email? girl. ¿Qué te digo, Frank? ¿Qué lo que? Tranquilo, chilling. Chilling, 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 I like it. I like it. So, um, Frank, I yes. have the honor of interviewing someone who you know, I know, I met before. I love when this brings us, like, circular Ooh, i wouldn't say this? full circle you... oh my god i try okay i tried not to fangirl mm-hmm. um but i did i fangirl oh, i did uh, i fangirl and you, usually, and you and you usually don't do that it must be it must be a very special guest that you must have had on i fangirled yes i did i whipped oh. out the fan and the girl <laughs> at the same time and i fangirled and i fangirled to anna de la reguera oh you know her like okay I met her on the carpet of the New York International Latino Film Festival, and wow. I interviewed her in 2009. Wow. Yeah. She had a I film mean, I come think out. I, I think I remember that. I think I remember the back. I mean, I don't remember when you were interviewing, but I remember that year you were you were on the red carpet. So you'll, you'll hear 
my fangirl moment but basically uh you know we reconnected on that but shout out to Ana de la Reguera who's actually so funny like I know we've seen her in action stuff and like dramas right. like Capadocia Ooh. if y'all remember Capadocia on claro. HBO Oh, claro. I was I was addicted to that show. Like Facts. every week I would be in front of HBO watching Capadocia and it was in Spanish and it was a production of Mexico. And I saw I had to use I, I used the subtitles as a crutch. I need, you okay. know, because I wanted to watch what was going on. And even the pilot episode one. It's like una grua, like mm. that's it, tangancho, like that's it. The <laughs> got school, him, got him, got him. You know, out of third. You know, you know, like got him. So you got that. So I was like fangirling because I love her her work, and then she's just like another, you know, another voyage that we're watching, and she's out there working hard. And growing, evolving, and we get to witness all that light. We get to witness wow. all of that. That's deep because, like, I just love it. Stop. I love it. I can't even. Ooh. I'll get into it, but you know what? We should get into the interview because I think this. you're going to have fun with that. All right, let's get into this interview with Ana right. de la Reguera. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Hello, heleros. Jamie. Frank. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? Rachel, I don't have a car. Uh, uh, Jamie, I'm not talking literally. I mean, this is an ad for mental health. Ugh. Oh. Okay, that's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way, right? Makes sense. Maintenance. We got to love our brains, okay? Love yourselves. And also, what's up, mental health Latino community, where you at? Let's get in touch with that. There's a lot of us struggling out there because maybe we weren't taught to be in touch with our mental state and to take action upon it. But it's real, yo. There's a lot that we're facing out there. Postpartum, depression, stress, anxiety, guys, relationships, anger, all of it. Self-esteem, eating disorders, grief. I mean, look, there's so much. And I know we're all doing a great job, but better help online is out there to make our lives a little bit easier. And we personally were sharing some of our personal things in, in a recent episode. You know, I was talking about, you know, being having social anxiety at times when I'm, you know, in a place where I don't know anybody. And I'm sure a lot of people deal with that to different, you know, different levels of it. Um, but, you know, I use this podcast as therapy, but yes. I could have easily just gone to BetterHelp Online Therapy. And, you know, the beauty of that is that, you know, they offer video, phone, even a live chat. If I just want to text my problems or issues or just if I just want to talk, sometimes you just need someone, someone new to hear you. Right. You know, whether and and that that helps. And Frank, I know you're going to like this. It's a lot more affordable than in-person therapy. You're absolutely right, Jamie. And that may get, get me to actually go see a therapist because I'm going to be honest. I've never seen a therapist and what wow. I love about this, that you can actually match with a therapist in under 48 hours. Wow, that's faster than most dating sites. <laughs> exactly, Jamie. <laughs> I get my own therapist in under 48 hours? Well, I like, this is why BetterHelp Online Therapy is, is the place to go. I agree with you. You can't beat this. 
Um, and you also can't beat that our listeners get that 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Latinos Out Loud. Yes. That's BetterHelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Latinos Out Loud. Let's get better. Um, I've seen you a few times. I've seen you a few times before, but first I want to say thank you for giving the Latinos Out Loud podcast your time. Pero tú estás muy caliente ahora. I have to just kick off by saying I have been following your career for quite some time. And I'm going to kick off this interview by showing and telling. Okay? Okay. I have my handy dandy tablet and I'm going to show you a throwback picture oh. of... When I actually first, well, I, I was already watching your career, but this is the New York Latino Film Festival about 2008 or 2009. Oh, my God. Wow. I remember that day perfectly. You know and what happened to me that day? ¿Qué pasó? I remember you. I actually, yeah. Oh, my God. That's you. I would, that's I would never recognize you. Well, I lost 93 pounds, but this is not about me. This is not about me. I, I didn't want to say it because I think that's rude, you know, but you look fantastic. So, you know, you look like, and so congratulations. If that makes you happy, I'm so happy for you. But by the way, that day when we met, I was, I changed in, a, in the car. I remember putting that dress because I was coming from something else and I had like, five minutes to get ready or 10. So I literally put the dress in the car and then my makeup artist was doing my hair and my makeup in the car that day. Yeah. Oh, you nailed it. You nailed, nailed it. it, right? I was like, but it was so you, stressful. I want to just compliment you on your career growth, the inspiration that you are giving to many Latinas out here being creative like myself. And I want to talk about Anna season two on Amazon Prime. Congratulations. Nena, felicidades. Gracias. You're a true testament to work and perseverance and getting to a level. And, and I'm just, I'm loving everything I'm seeing. Tell us about the excitement behind season two of Anna. I am very excited to, you know, that people that like the season or, or if you haven't watched the first season, I, you know, I really encourage you that and that give me the opportunity to watch it and have fun. And second season is great because it's more about what happens behind the scenes on an, on an, you know, in an, with an actress who's very, uh, very and upset about what she's doing, you know, is with her career actually you know with an actress who's having a really hard time in a role that she hates in a show that is um completely stereotyped and that you know she's been trying to get away from that and then she's stuck in this horrible show because she thought she was gonna do the the adams family in the u.s and suddenly they bring her back to mexico to do the la familia dame which is a really you know, low budget, bad produced show. So I'm sorry. I love you as Morticia. I thought you look hot. That dress was great. That dress was everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, you know, the, 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 my wardrobe designer, you know, I was like, I have to look, they have to be very ugly. And she, but, but, you know, they look great anyway. So uh, you were like ugly and hot at the same time, but more hot than ugly. Thank you. So much. Thank you. But yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. You know, like you, it's like, watching this person just behave horribly because it comes a lot from what happens when a wish that you you have like 
where like suddenly a wish fulfills. I don't know if I'm saying that right in English. Like suddenly you're, and then that happens, the wish comes true, the desire comes true, and then what do you do with it? Because that doesn't make you happy. And then you have to really see, you know, how to deal with it and how to find yourself again and start over, you know? There's a lot of takeaways from the show. First of all, always read a contract. I learned that too. So thank you for sharing that. You know what I mean? Always read everything. Actually, you don't have to be an actress to like, you know, have to read your contracts, people, everything Definitely. that you sign, anything you put your name on. Yes. But um, I, I think it's really funny how you absorb so many like different directions from the, you know, the exes and the people on set. And then I thought what's really funny is that you may or may not remember me, but I had a short marketing stint over at People in Espanol magazine. So I worked there for about eight years. Um, I shouldn't say short. That's not very short. But no, comparatively no. speaking, now that I've been doing comedy for like the last 10 years, that was like a past life. Um, yeah. Although I, the worlds collide often. Anyway, I remember the red carpet life so you depicted that in the show so perfectly anytime there's like a red carpet event and like you know the glitz and the glam and everything I want to know and this is all leading to a question I promise I'd like to know what you've drawn from past experiences from past you know sets from past roles how did how did you weave all of this together? Because I'm sure you've drawn from past experiences. So in the creative process, in the writing, in the creating of the show, what was your approach in bringing all of this like un sancocho together? <laughs> yes, it was. You know, I was very clear that I wanted to, because I pitched the show for three seasons since the beginning. And the first season was about this woman who, you know, is lost and she has to, you know, find herself you know, and what she wants. So, and it's more like the introduction of the character of her, you know, her fears, her relationship with her, her mother, her fears about becoming 40, you know, turning 40 and, um, you know, all the things like, you know, she lost fame and, 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 and credibility, like all that. Um, and, and her love life, her sexuality, like that's season one. And season two, it was, you know, when, Finally, she has fame and fortune, and but with something that she hates, and she becoming this nightmare for production. So that was a, it gave us a lot of room to put all my experiences there because in the you know in the first season it was more intimate. It was just you know showing and opening my the, the doors of my life and the doors of my self, you know, my heart at some in some way. And then the second season is just like it's a mess. It's like what do you do? Like because show business is a mess, you know, it's beautiful, but also it's very dark and it's, it's, it's very surreal sometimes. And people see one thing and in the back, it's something different. So I, yes, I, I try to, you know, uh, pull all my experiences and, and try them to find like a, a storyline so I can, I can have them in the show. And then the third season, which we already shot is again, it's, it's more of like then, what am I going to, is about growing up, you know, it's pretty much, she learns about her mess and then she grows up. Oh my goodness. Season three. I, I can't wait. This is so exciting. Yes. Wow. Anna, your, your growth, your everything, how you shine since I remember watching you on Cappadocia mm -hmm. and, and that show really, I, I never got so 
like lured by a pilot or or an episode one of a show at that time. And I think that's what you do here with season two of Anna as well, with season one as well. I can't wait to see what you go through. You be going through some shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, but that's why I love the show so much because it's crazy. But there's a an element of it that's relatable because we all go through some shit, you know, especially in this industry as writers. I want to delve into your writing process. May I? Yes, of course. Okay, because yeah. I love Anna, the actress and comedian, obviously, but I want we're writers here also at the yeah. Latinos Out Loud podcast, and we love talking process. So I'd yeah. like to get granular about your process. Okay, yeah. first of all, this is a crazy question. Is there anything, any kind of ritual? Do you need to write in the dark? Do you need to write in Veracruz, Mexico? Like <laughs> where, where do you need to write? What's your writing process like, if you could describe it? Well... You know, I, first of all, what I like the most about the whole process is writing. It's my favorite part because it's when you are more free. It's when you are more open, when you have, I think when I have more fun. But at the same time, it's the most painful and scary moment because in the writer's room is fun. But then when you have to go and do it by yourself and, you know, get into the computer with a blank page, that's really scary. That's really, really scary. So, and also because I didn't grow up writing, so I don't have that discipline as an actress, you know, like writing, mm. write, you know, learning your lines or, you know, watching, I am always watching something, doing something about my, you know, what I, about arts, because that gives us, give us a lot of um, uh, material to work with, you know? But um, I do procrastinate a lot, like, I see the computer, I don't do it, days go by, you know, but what I do, because I don't dare, so I'm, I'm afraid, but I'm writing notes the whole time. Uh. Like, I don't write anything, but I write a note, like, about an idea. A conversation, in a conversation, there's an idea that I love, and I write it, I write notes, so I have notes and notes and notes and notes. Then, when I finally dare to do it, I really do have to uh, go to a place where there's no signal. Because mm. I don't off the grid. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. I went to a place uh, like I think it was in Santa Barbara, like an Airbnb where I, you know, I, I, I made sure that I had no iPhone, like nothing, because that was the only way I could like say, OK, now I have to write yes or yes. I have to do it because it does. It does. It's it not. I don't know. Like I come down. I'm oh, OK. I'm going to write. I'll make some breakfast. Okay, I'm going to write. <laughs> well, you know, my mom just called me. I'm going to write, oh, this show looks amazing. I'm going to write, oh, now I, I'm hungry again. I'm going to write, oh, my friend just called me. Like, then you ended up not writing, you know? Oh, my God. I'm a mom of two, okay? One is home, one is still at day camp. But that's like, I love them so much. I want to be involved in their lives. So, like, I have my my script writing program open. But then I'm like, oh, I got to get the shelf from Target. Let me log on to Target real quick and order the shelf and the diapers. And then I'm like, ah! But I'm with you. Thank you for sharing your process because that's what our listen. I want to know where, you know, how the the gold, where it was mined from, you know what I mean? Especially when it's the beginning, especially when it's, the first pages when you have I call it the vomit right you have vomit to put job. like like kind of like everything there even if it's bad and it has no makes no sense or it's not like correctly you know all together like but formatted like, mm-hmm. formatted like you just put it out you just have to put it just there right <laughs> and then it's fun then I can come back 
And then I start like, oh, I'm just gonna write this scene today. And then I'm just gonna put it together. And then I'm, I just start to play like, oh, maybe the first scene is better than the second and then it makes no sense and then I delete it. But at least I have something to work with, you know? Like yeah. we, and then from there, then it's easier, but it, it's hard. But the first thing I do have to get away from two or three days and force myself to write it because I do procrastinate a lot. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that tip. And Airbnb is attainable. We're here in New York City. You know, Long Island is a hop, skip and a jump away. There are some beautiful beaches. I also take that approach just to be more in a place where I can really connect with my core and get these ideas up here. I love sharing our vibrant stories, which you do so well. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to tap into that as my I think I'm running out of time here. Mia, I, could, I could talk to you all day. Um, but now about telling our stories, you're working alongside Pantaya. You know, this is coming out on, well, it's already out as of July 22nd on Amazon Prime. Do you think our stories as Latinas, Latinos, A, E, X, Y, however we're comfortable calling ourselves right now, are our stories out there? Are they still, you know, are they in development how are we looking as Latinos shedding our own stories in Hollywood right now? Are we getting better? Um, I think we are, but um, but we still have so much work to do because because we are a community that, at, in a certain way, we are very close. We are very warm with each other. We are very loving. But we kind of like, we some, we, a lot of the time we don't help and support each other enough, I think. Uh, and we have to do it because there are so many stories, incredible stories out there to tell, but we have to all support those stories. And we, we are not kind of used to, especially in the US, not, not even in Latinos. We have, I think that that is not that great where we don't like to see someone, you know, being successful or, you know, we don't really share or we, we don't really support because it's like, but that, what do I, que yo gano al respecto? What, I, what am I gonna? It's a race, right? It's yeah. a race and, and it shouldn't be a race. Yes, exactly. So that's really hard. Uh, and I think that vamos mucho más lento. We go slower because of that. I think we're changing also a lot. I remember 17 years ago when I came to this, you know, to this town, there was there were other actresses who you know were here and we knew that we were you know three of us who were living here and we never really got together we never really you know care about what we were all, we were all doing and lately the past probably five or six years it has been a change of you know having a community talking to each other they, they call you for that how much are you earning are they giving you this or giving you that did you get it even though sometimes I, I can't do a role and i know someone is great for it i call them hey you should call your agents you should go and and you know do this or come and see my premiere uh, post it whatever everything about that i think it is really important to just support each other you know yeah, we got to keep saying it. I'm so glad you said it because I think we will get it if we just keep saying it and writing about it and, you know, putting it on screens. I want to congratulate you so much, Mija. My last question is, okay, at the Latinos Out Loud podcast, I say this every episode. So thank <laughs> Uh, oh, the LOLeros, our hive, they're probably tired of me saying this. However, I'm going to say it again. Okay. okay. 
ven acá, es que a lot of our listeners are aspiring writers, aspiring screenwriters, aspiring actors. They may be in college right now. They may be in college to be an accountant, but really when they hear Ana de la Reguera talk, they want to do what you're doing. I would love if you could drop some advice to the future Ana de la Regueras, the <laughs> Ana de la Regueritas out there that are maybe questioning if they can have a successful career in show business the way you're doing it authentically. What would you tell them? Oh, I just I just feel like, first of all, patience is, is, is really important. And also, you know, when at the beginning things don't work out, like you're starting, um, you have to keep building yourself. Like you have to keep working on it. Like if they say no, like, for example, in my show, they said no for nine. It took me seven years since. Well, since day one that I thought I'm going to make this show, I was 36. I'm 45 right now. Wow. And I just finished you know, third season. So it takes time. And for four or five years, they said no to me. I kept working and I kept getting better and I kept researching and I kept going through workshops about being a producer, a writer, about how, you know, things worked, even though I was already in this business, even though I was already famous, I kept working on it. Um, so I think those things are great. You have to live through them because then it's like, if, I, if they said yes to me the first year that I had the show, the show would have been shit. Oh, so wow. Bad. It would have been so bad because if you have read my first draft, it was terrible. <laughs> and I thought I had it. I thought I was going to, you know, sell it. And they said no to me. So I was like, I had to dig deeper and deeper and deeper to until like, you know, it was the right time. And, 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 and it, it was something relevant that people, you know, you know, wanted to bet on the show. But I think that's a whole process. And also you have to be flexible with your goals. I think you have to be flexible with, you know, sometimes life takes you to different ways. So like maybe you wanted to be an actress, but you ended up being a producer or a writer or, you know, I was a, I was an actress and uh, I had to write and produce to be able to do, a, 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 you know, a character that I wanted it. So you just have to be open, be really open, because then sometimes you like you're like, I want to be like someone and just never think that just keep walking, keep, you know, keep, keep informing yourself and uh, doing what you love. But sometimes also life gives you surprises and you have to be flexible with that too, you know? Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Ana de la Reguera on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. I am so appreciative of your creativity and your being here right now with us and dropping these gems for the LOLeros. Uh, <laughs> Dios te bendiga. That's and keep great. on keeping on. We're going to follow you from afar. And we hope you come back one day. But maybe for season three, we can have another conversation. We will, I will definitely love to talk to you for season three. I hope, I hope, you know. You Nuestra casa es tu casa, Ana de la Reguera. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Have a great, great day. Un beso. So good to Bye. see you. So Bye. So yes, I fangirled Ooh. with the picture. I oh, whipped man. out the picture of us on the red carpet of me interviewing her. And I loved hearing the story of how she had to put on that dress in her car right before she walked on the red carpet. Wow. Well, I may, I may have made up the part about the car. Stop. I don't, I don't know if I'm adding <laughs> stuff. But I rem she had to put it on right before. So right. I'm not sure where she did it. I mean, I'm speaking from experience. I've put stuff on in cars right before in an cars, event. In cars, Rachel? Frank, I think you were with me one time. Remember last year at the New York Latino yeah, right. Film yeah, Festival? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Frank, don't look. Yeah. Close don't your look. eyes. 
I'm having a fashion wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Miss Yaya, shout out to her for <laughs> correcting it. She said, girl, you can't get up on that stage before you take off them tights. I'm like, for That's real? And oh, yeah, went, yeah, 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 remember. remember? Yes, 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 yes. She changed your, you guys changed your tights and yes, yes, now, holy shit. There yeah, was yeah. a whole, like, five minutes before, so I feel Anna on that. Sometimes you got to get in the backseat, tell your friends not to look and take off the fishnets. You know what I'm saying? You girls don't let nothing slide through, right? It has to be perfect all times, right? If that's your girl, you about to get up on stage at the New York Latino Film Festival? Facts. That's how you know. Although, that's you know true. what? I'm not going to talk about this here, uh, but her and I and a few others, I think you know this joke. Uh, anyway, no, I'm not going to say it. I can't say it. Well, all right. I always <laughs> tell. If you search through the pictures of the New York Latino Film Festival, there was another prevalent fashion faux pas, and I'm not going to give details on what it was. Oh, I got to look through these You're pictures. just going to have to scour through the pictures of the New York Latino Film Festival for when Superblocked premiered. And mm. I was an actress in the film. And then we did a talk back. So I'm not going to tell you where the fashion slip happened, but it's just Murphy's Law in my life always. Like, I tried so hard to have a fashion, not have a fashion, you know, conundrum on stage. My girl looked uh -huh. out for me. But me, being Rachel, kind of did something that didn't throw off the outfit. But when I saw it in pictures, I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God! What? Rachel, it's probably like well, maybe well, like an uh, earring you lost or something, or something simple. But you're so particular. Maybe you looked maybe so much at it that you found something. Guess what, Frank? Not, I'm not gonna say it. You guys are gonna have to do some freaking work. What do I have to do? Okay. All the work for all you right. all the time? What the hell all is right, this? Right. No, right, no. Right. It's like okay. 200. There's like 200 pictures, but I'll, oh well. I'll look at <laughs> oh well. If you really want to see what I'm talking about, get to work. Call up your friend who does all the digging for you on Instagram to make sure the guys you're dating are legit or the girls you're dating are legit. We all have that person who does the research. Okay, so Anna is incredible, and you yeah. guys should really check it out. Shout out to Pantalla. Season 2 premiered July 22nd, so it's out there still streaming on Amazon. So check it out. She's really funny, and she's got a lot of sketch comedy under her belt, which, you know, I always feel a connection to Latina actresses who have that in their arsenal. So thanks so much, guys. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Frank, it was nice reconnecting with you. I like this right. setup. I like, like it a likewise, lot. Likewise, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Likewise, mm -hmm. Rachel, yes. Uh, and on that note, I believe we are 